I extend my hearty fraternal greetings to all the brothers and sisters of Nagpur who have been conducting the annual Guru Pujas with much enthusiasm, fervor and then devotion. As you may have understood, it is for technical reasons. The transmission of the talk is delayed. Anyway, the arrival to Nagpur I have been delaying as a symbolic dimension of that delay. There is also delay in transmission due to non-cooperation of the technical equipment. Nevertheless, we are together for the simple reason that it is one Brahman that permeates all and all is within Brahman. We live, we move and we have our being in Brahman. So we are generally connected The difficulty is we do not remember that we are connected. We do not remember because our minds are not adequately trained to remember. Naturally we are connected. Just like the various branches of the tree, the stacks of the branches, the leaves, of the stacks, they are all connected to the trunk of the tree and the trunk is connected to the roots. Though we are naturally and essentially and eternally connected, we feel that we are not. That's the beauty of illusion or maya. We are connected but we do not feel that we are connected. It looks funny when we meditate upon this dimension. It's all together, but everything looks to be away from each other, separated from each other. But the background is common for all. Just like the silver screen, which projects so many images, it projects humans, it projects Animals, it projects trees, it projects five elements. A huge scenery is presented on a silver screen. And all these are seemingly unconnected, but they are connected to the silver screen. So also we, at the state of our awareness, are all connected. If we can retain that, We can feel the connection, we can feel the oneness. When we do not retain that fundamental truth in our conscience, we feel separated, we feel distant, we feel proximate. On a silver screen all is proximate, nothing is distant. And in the Upanishads they say, 
Atman is neither distant nor proximate. Atman is stable and it doesn't move because there is no space for it to move because it has permeated all over. When you are completely permeated, there is no way to move even because you are filled with it. You fill the whole thing so you cannot move any further. Like a fat man sitting in a seat in a flight. He fills this seat so completely that he cannot move. And the two armrests <laughs> condition him from moving. Just I am giving a very distinct and different examples to drive you home to one single point that we are connected. Whenever I talk, begin a talk, I say, all is within Brahman, isn't it? Sarvam Brahmo Upanishadam, Maham Brahmani Rakuriyam, Mama Brahmani Rakaroti, Anirakaranamasu, Anirakaranamasu. Like that we say, and in the next minute we, we negate Brahman. We, that's, that's the beauty of the human mind. And one side we say we, we shall not negate Brahman. If we do not negate Brahman, we are automatically in this, in this state of unity. Our natural state is unity. And diversity is apparent diversity but not real. So those who are listening in Bangalore, those who are listening in Nagpur, those who are hearing before me here, and those who are hearing elsewhere, we are all connected. Because the Brahman connects us all. And when we are with the Brahman, the beauty is the Upanishads are also with the Brahman. Meaning the the ultimate of wisdom is with the Brahman. So the wisdom makes itself available to us. We don't have to look for wisdom when we sit with Brahman. But what man does is, he studies Upanishads, he by hearts the strophas, he tries to understand its meaning, but in the process he misses the Brahman. While, while studying about Brahman, the mind is occupied with the concepts. When you are with the concepts, you are in the mental plane only, only and not with the Brahman. That's why the Upanishad says, first learn to relate to Brahman. If you relate to Brahman in all that is around you, in all that is within you, you are straight away hitting the jackpot. You have recently conducted the Krishna's birthday, no? where you keep hitting the butter pot which is kept above and then feel some great joy and achievement and fulfillment. And that butter pot is in the top of our head where Brahman resides. And from there he permeates into the whole body. First learn to be with the Brahman, then everything comes to you. Because all is with Brahman. Upanishads are with Brahman. The keys of Veda are with Brahman. The Puranas are with Brahman. The scriptures are with Brahman. All seers are with Brahman. All grand masters are with Brahman. Even this great bear consisting of seven great seers, 
and the Pleiad is consisting of the seven mothers and the Sirius. And all that we speak within the universe is with Brahman. So we should try to learn to be with Brahman with every breath that we breathe in and breathe out. To be with Brahman is the first step to be learned. Then all others are learned just like fish taking into water. You don't have to teach fish how to swim. It swims the moment you release it into the waters, it swims. Even a fishling, that is a small fish, also swims. Why? Because it is innately in him. Innately we are all arms of Brahman. So when we relate to Brahman, slowly the Brahman in everything reveals himself to you with variety of qualities, variety of presentations. The presentations come through five elements. The qualities come through the the triad which we call Icha Sakti, Jnana Sakti, Kriya Sakti. So therefore, the ancient wisdom always doesn't start with analysis, it starts with synthesis. It starts from, from unity to diversity. It is not from diversity to unity. You may have set up a great altar for the masters with so many noble countenances of the various masters. But we should first know that they, they all represent Brahman and it is only Brahman that is presented through, through their countenance. And each countenance is necessarily different from the other. But what is transmitted through the eyes is the energy of the Brahman only. This is how a true student of yoga, yoga means union, so a true student shall have to look for unity in diversity. What is common in between all this shall have to be seen. If I am in this room, this room has many articles in it, right from the pictures of the deities, pictures of the masters, and then some decorative articles, and then some showcases. A variety is there. So the variety is within the unity that is called the space in this room. The space in the room accommodates all that is within the room. The space in the universe accommodates all the systems, the cosmic system, the solar system, the planetary system, and then the beings on the planet, and then our nation, our city, our colony, our family, our family members. So we can get into detail from the source, from, from the origin. Every time when your thought process starts from the origin, you do not miss to reach the destination. But from where you are, if you want to reach destination, you may get into sideways unless you follow this key. From the center, you can move anywhere and you reach the circumference. But from the circumference, you cannot reach the center in whichever way you move. You miss the center, you go to the other side of the circumference. So there are 360 degrees that emerge from the center. And from center, invariably, 
you reach the circumference. From general to particulars, that's how it is said. From ekatva to anekatva. This essential doctrine shall always have to be remembered in known places, in unknown places, in difficult situations, in present situations, at all times. We are living within the Brahman. Call him Brahman, call him God, call him by any name, it's one which is present all over. That is why that energy is called omnipresent one. When you are able to relate to the omnipresent one, you gain the presence. And in that presence, you stand aligned because the presence is in you also. The presence in you and the presence in the surrounding, they get aligned. Consequently, what is to be done can be done in a given place at a given time. The time and place are the coordinates. Time is the vertical. Space is the horizontal. In the coordinates of X and Y, an event happens. If you are in tune with Brahman, you can relate to the event without disturbance. You do not miss what is to be done. And by that, you get fulfilled and get the related joy. Therefore, we have to always relate to Brahman to start with as we wake up. The Brahman is in you as the core of your being. Without him you are not there. It is he who wakes you up. It is he who lets you into your will, knowledge and activity. It is he who enables you to permeate into the five senses and then the five organs of action and into your speech faculty. Therefore you are able to function. So, for a true student, Brahman is inevitably present. Since the student develops a mind which is contrary to the ability to see Brahman or visualize Brahman, we need the, the mind to be trained. The mind requires training, just like a wandering dog requires training. A wandering dog, if you let it, it moves away aimlessly. So also the mind moves away aimlessly when it is not hooked to its center in the being. Imagine your mind as a wandering dog and the master or Brahman is in you. Relate to the Brahman, then you are connected. Consequently, the dog of your mind does not move astray, does not move hither and thither. It, it remains alert to conduct what is to be conducted. So coming back to the hymn, Anirakaranamasthu, Anirakaranamasthu, Tadatmani, Brahmani, Nirakte, Upanishas, Brahmaha, Dharmaha. So the Upanishads and the Dharmas, they are all near that Atman which is otherwise called Brahman. This Brahman has many names. When it is permeating all over the universe, it is called Paramatma or Parabrahman. If it is centered in a form, it is called Atma, Atma Paramatma. And you have a behavioral pattern 
developed by your mind. All that we try to do is ensure that the mind relates to Atman in oneself. When mind gets related to Atman, the beauty is the dharmas are revealed from within. The wisdom is revealed from within. That's why in ancient times there were no books and literature for study by the students. The, the master used to give a practice. When you start practicing to relate to the core of your being by relating to the pulsating in you, you slowly develop a bridge with the core of your being. When you are sitting with the core of, the, your, of your being, the dharmas reveal, the upanishads reveal, the mind functions in tune with the plan, the senses function in tune with the plan. That's why we say, Medhame Indra Dadatu. Then the Indra bestows on us the organized way of doing things. Indra is meant to be the cosmic executive mind. <coughs> cosmic executive mind. When the mind functions, it can set in order the five senses and the five organs of action. That's why we say, Medhame Indra Dadatu. Let the mind get the touch of the Brahman and get organized. Many minds are confused minds. Many minds, they are either too fast, too slow, and then they commit mistakes. A mind connected remains stable, comfortable, and delivers what is to be delivered in a given time, at a given place. That's the beauty. When one's mind is in order, then the next step is Medham Devi Saraswati. Saraswati is the flow of energy that enables you to think and speak. Saraswati is the flow that emerges from the Brahman and in three steps it comes out as speech or thought. Firstly, it comes as an idea. Later, it develops into a thought form and a plan of work and then it expresses either through the speech or through the action. That's why Saraswati is said to be functioning in four states, para, pasyanti, madhyama, vaikhari. Para means it is beyond Vidhi Brahman. Then the idea descends, that's the flow. He died. Then in the third step, it takes a thought form and clothes itself in a language. Then it's, it is spoken out or worked out. That's how there is an incessant flow of energy into ideas, thought forms, speeches and actions in every human being. It's a continuous flow. Until you get to sleep, Saraswati keeps on functioning. So the wisdom flows when you have the principle of Saraswati uh, attuned to you or standing in favor with you. When Indra is favorable to you, when Saraswati is favorable to you, you are able to deliver excellent work because you get the right thought, you get the right plan of action, you set it into speech, 
he is set it into action with the help of Indra, the cosmic mind. So, Medham me Indra dadato, Medham Devi Saraswati, Medham me Ashvina Ubhav, the Ashvins, their grand cosmic principles, they represent the law of alternation. One is to express out, another is to retreat, only to express out, to retreat, to express out, to retreat. This is how it is. Expansion and contraction. Like the respiration that you carry out, you keep on working, you withdraw from work, you take refreshments and you relax and again you get into work, again you withdraw from the work. It's an alternating principle. Please listen to the talks given on Ashwins. It's one of the grandest concepts conceived by the Vedic seers which explain how the left and right energies of this cosmos are functioning alternatingly to enable the beings to fulfill themselves. So therefore, the Ashwins are also favorable to you. Medhame Indrodadatu Medham Devi Saraswati Medhame Ashwinavu Adhatam Pushkarasraja you know, when you are with Brahman, not only Indra cooperates, not only Saraswati cooperates, all the, the Sraja means a garland of flowers, Sraja. And there are a garland of lotuses in us, right from Muladhara to Sahasrara. They all fall into an order. When these, when the seven centers fall into an order, that's a great situation. It's a blissful state where from Sahasara the energies flow to Agnya, from Agnya to heart, from heart to Vishuddhi, from Vishuddhi to Manipuraka, Swadhisthana and the base. They fall into an order. How? Only because you relate to Brahman. If you do not relate to Brahman, none of these cooperate. Because they are, they are serving the Brahman. Be it Indra, be it Saraswati, or be it the seven seers of the seven centers called the Saptarshis, they are all cooperating with Brahman and they cooperate with us only when we are also trying to be aligning with the Brahman, not otherwise. That's why Medham me Indra Dadatu, Medham Devi Saraswati, Medham me Ashvinabhav, Adhattam Pushkarasraja for, for cosmic principles. Apyayantamamangani. Let the Brahman hold affectionately all the organs relating to us. If Brahman holds it, they function better. If we hold it, we know how to mishandle them and spoil them. Isn't it? There is very, the human constitution is a huge assemblage. There are so many things that are assembled together. There are organs in the stomach, there are organs in the upper torso, there are organs in the head, and then there are the limbs called the hands and the feet. They are all joined together by virtue of the life principle. And the life principle and awareness principle, they emerge from Brahman 
देर फॉर दे कोऑपरेट विद दोज हु आर कोऑपरेटिंग विद ब्रह्म सो देर फॉर आप्यायंत ममांगानी एंड देन व्हाट आर दोज अंगास आल्सो आई सेड वॉक स्पीच चर्चस वी शुड बी एबल टू सी व्हाट इज टू बी सीन वी जनरली सी सो मेनी थिंग्स बट मिस व्हाट इज टू बी सीन वॉक चर्चस श्रोत्रम दी हियरिंग वाक चक्षु स्त्रोत्र मधोबलमिंद्रियाणि चर्वाणि दीज थ्री आर् कंसिडर्ड टू बी सुप्रीम आर्गन्स स्पीच सैट अंड हियरिंग इन सोफर्स इन सोफर एज दीज थ्री फंक्षन वेल यू आर् एबल टू डेलीवर सब्सटाशियली टू दि वर्ल्ड एंड देर बै फुलफिल युवर सेल्फ అధోబలం ఇంద్రియాణి చర్వాణి ది రెస్ట్ ఆర్ సెకండరీ సెన్సెస్ లైక్ ది టేస్ట్ త్రూ విచ్ వీ ఈట్ త్రూ ది టచ్ బై విచ్ వీ టచ్ పీపుల్ వీ టచ్ థింగ్స్ అండ్ వీ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ దోస్ టూ సెన్సెస్ అండ్ దెన్ త్రూ సెక్స్ వీ ఎంజాయ్ దట్స్ ఆల్సో వన్ ఆఫ్ ది సిక్స్త్ సెన్స్ ఇట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ సో ఆల్ దీస్ దే మే ఆల్సో ఫార్ ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ so many things fall in order when we straight away relate to brahman that's why we also say in this shloka guru brahma guru vishnu guru devo maheshwaraha guru sakshat param brahma the guru that we relate to you should see him as para brahman approaching you he is approaching you as you approach he is also approaching you in the form of trinity but essentially it is vara brahma that is why the guru system has come the guru continues to work continues to work for you to see that you gain the link with brahman within you and around you so therefore the all the sangas including the inferior or superior indriyas all may stand in relation to they, they stand in order when you are in relation with brahman therefore apyayantu mamangani vak chakshu stotra madho balam indriyani cha sarvani sarvam brahmo parishadam these are all with brahman not with you they are obliging you because you are also with brahman you are a product of brahman therefore they oblige you just like a king's son is obliged though he is not yet a king isn't it king son chief minister son officer son anyone who is in a place of authority his son enjoys the power more no than the very one who is functioning for the state or for the world <coughs> so the sons of brahman have become sanilas of brahman they become sansilla sansilla means they only see what their rights are they don't see what their responsibilities are of course exceptions are always there that apart it is said that a sansilla is the 10th planet while there are navagrahas the sansilla is considered as the 10th planet meaning jamata dashamagraha that's what it is said meaning he should be respected as much as 
a planet is respected, the entire house becomes alert. When this anila comes, you know, it is there in the system. So is with humanity in this on this planet. All on this planet are functioning in tune with the order set by the divine. Only the problem is with humans who are supposed to be sons. They turned out to be sons in law. Therefore, we have to conduct these classes only to recollect ourselves eh, that we too belong to Brahman. Just like, just like Upanishads and just like Dharmas, just like the Indriyas, inferior or superior, and just like the speech, the hearing and the sight, and just like the Aswins, just like the goddess of speech, and then the organizer of the whole thing. All are sitting with Brahman. Let me also join Brahman. Let me not negate during our daily routine. See, just when you do a prayer, to remain with it itself is difficult. Because when we close and utter, the mind starts wandering anywhere and everywhere. You have to bring it back. It's a great exercise to bring it back to the center which we call the God center that exists in us, in the heart center, as also in the forehead center. We are trying hard to bring it over there. But then the purpose of meditation is to make sure that we build a firm bridge, a strong bridge with Brahman. When we are with Brahman, all these intelligences cooperate with us as they cooperate with Brahman. Therefore, we say in the hymn, Ma, Ma Brahman Irakaro, two times. Anirakaranamas, Anirakaranamas. Why so many times we say, because we know that we forget. See, for more forgetful people, more times it is to be said. All wisdom is only recollection to the beings of their original state. Therefore, Master CVV, he said, I am Brahman. We also have the same right to say, we also have the same right to say because <laughs> we are as much from Brahman as Master CVV. Therefore, we are also a son of God. Each one of us is that I am. That I am, so hum. That exists as I am. It is so with Master CVV. It is so with Master Raman. It is so with Master Ike. It is so with all seers. That I am, that I am, that I am. It is also so with us. The difference is they remember, we don't remember. Since we do not remember, we develop an artificial identity for us. An artificial identity that we are existing separately from Brahman. So this uh, delocalization, this is what is called ahankara. We get localized and you forget that we belong to the source. So each time you recollect the source, things in you fall in order. The more you forget, the things get astray and then you get into ignorant ways of doing things. Therefore it is recommended that we generally stay connected with the help of 
respiration and pulsation and come out when there is need for speech when there is need for action at other times be with brahman at other times try to be with brahman the more and more you find your karma allows you to be with brahman you are already on the way when the karma which we have done in the past it comes in the way you will not be able to associate with brahman because you have to discharge the obligatory karma many people many sadhakas they wish to associate with brahman in them with the divine in them the wish is okay but then the karma comes in the way therefore they cannot that's why the master promised that i'll take care of your karma you engage yourself associating with brahman and as much i am brahman i also ensure that you also realize and experience as much as i experience that is that i am or i am brahman <coughs> brahmahamasmi is the ultimate of the vakyas ahamasmi means only i am sohamasmi means that i am that is the state of discipleship brahmahamasmi means that only so these are the steps which we can take when we associate with a guru every sadguru leads you to brahman he doesn't lead to other paths he doesn't lead to miracles he doesn't lead to siddhis he leads you to that siddhi by which every other siddhi becomes possible that's how it works and you are all very enthusiastic in joining the path of master cvv beat master cvv r shridhi sai baba r ramakrishna paramahansa r shri arabindo r shri ramana maharshi all cs they only lead you to brahman this we should know by that i mean you follow just one guru and his teaching he leads you to ultimate and on the way you find that all lead their followers only towards brahman only false teachers they make the followers follow him follow them more than following the brahman a true teacher leads you to the master of the universe kumbhini dhavu cheppedi gurudu gurudu tanri harisheramani edi tanri tanri of course this is telugu the, the true father is one who suggests you to work out to reach the divine in you a true teacher is in you who gives the way to reach the divine in you that is already a good luck that you have such a father and such a teacher it makes your journey easy therefore we relate to a teacher and then try to reach the divine teacher is not the destination please note note that teacher is not the destination the teacher wants you to reach the destination you in whom you have the origin in him there is origin in you there is origin and that is the origin for the whole cosmos so to that he leads his purpose is noble 
and he sets you on the noble path, he doesn't let you to gather around him more and more. See, there is a glamour and the followers clamour around a teacher. The teacher wants that you clamour or gather around the Brahman in him. For that he gives teachings, he gives methods and then he recommends that you meet him four times in a year. The, the dictum in the tradition is that meet your teacher four times in a year and be with him, gain the presence, listen to his teachings and conduct the way that he has suggested so that you reach Brahman fast, you reach Brahman with ease, with felicity and with facility. So that's how the whole work is conceived and I am glad after so many um, efforts by our brother Joshi, I could relate to you through a distance means at least to talk to you. Joshi has a big heart. He wants that I relate to you as much as he has been relating, if not more. He says, if you relate, it, it is a different master. When will you come? When will you come to Nagpur? So I went on telling him, I will come, I will come. Because I was always loaded with predetermined work or what you call pre-commitments. Commitments are given always for two years. Therefore, Nagpur stood in, in, in that list where it is regularly postponed. But now this is already half step toward, towards Nagpur. That you can see me. I can see you and we relate to each other and rejoice. When we do that, we are also helping others also to join and rejoice. And what I see in the whole activity is the blooming heart of our brother Joshi. He feels very happy that I am relating to you. Otherwise, he will not be happy. That is the... When, when you... When a request is made by our group members, if I say no, I don't feel happy. They don't feel happy, so we try to oblige. And particularly today, Joshi is very happy, as I can see, not through any media facility, but through the mind's eye, that he is happy that I am relating to you. And Nagpur is a great center. And if Master has reached there, much earlier than all of us. All of you who are in Nagpur have come much later to Nagpur. But Master himself went to Nagpur as early as in the beginning of 19th century. Around 1900 he was frequently to Nagpur. Between 1910 to 1922 also he was frequently in Nagpur. A great energy when it moves to places, they just don't go for nothing. They anchor energies. As a consequence, that invisible energy slowly magnetized itself and gathered you all there and then you have formed into a group that would relate to Master CVV. The work of the Master is direct. This you should know. The Master does not require so many mediums actually. 
the master does not require mediums. He has himself declared that this method is direct. Once you are connected to me, I take charge of you on a one-to-one basis. You don't need the medium. This is how Jesus Christ also said, let there be no middleman between the Father in heaven and the Son of God. Everyone is a son of God. Between a father and son, why should there be a third person? Why should there be a third person between father and son? He is more an intimidator than than a facility. But then when the son has lost and finding it difficult to meet his father, it's a different situation. The son lost the father and he is searching for the father. Therefore, the teacher is a facility for the son to reach the father. Once the map is given, today we follow Google map to go anywhere, isn't it? So when a map is given, it is for the son of God to walk the path and then reach the father. So Master Siddhi said, if I am connected to you through some medium, Thereafter, I am directly working with you, know this. While you may keep receiving guidance from the medium, I directly take charge of you. Here, Master means the Master energy that has touched Master CV. You should also know one distinction, that whenever we say Master, it is the energy that has descended from the most high circles. And that has touched for the first time on the planet Master CVV and expressed itself through Master CVV. Therefore, Master CVV considers himself as the first medium. So, whenever he refers, he says Master. So, when we refer to Master, we refer to this energy, the descended energy that has taken up the task of transforming all of us and making sure that we gain immortality and we realize Brahman. So the energy directly functions and this key, the sound key is CVV. The moment you utter CVV, the, the energy is directly working with you. Therefore the medium is released. The medium is released of you and you are released of the medium. Sometimes mediums can be heavy. Isn't it? Because a medium is also someone who is working out to relate to Brahman. A medium can be heavy or a student can be heavy. So to the master energy no one is heavy. Therefore he says, the moment you say CVV, the mediums stand aside and I start functioning with you and take care of you and mould you. So that's how we Always have to remember the <clears throat> the formless, nameless, incomprehensible, aprajñatam, alakshanam, beyond all qualities, the one who is not definable, that energy we first relate to. Master Namaskaram. Then we relate to Master CVV. Then relate to Master MM. Then relate to Master EK. Why? Because they have all succeeded reaching Brahman. 
So in that manner we have a, a chain of mediums built up. But what works with you is essentially that energy which we call master. Therefore many times, in many places, I only give the letters the CVV and not even the picture of the master. The picture of the master mysteriously reaches them. That's the beauty. The picture of master CVV reaches them somehow. Normally, I give the sound and people can write those three letters. But later, if you visit him after 40-50 days, the picture will visit and he says, here I am. So the first medium arrives and and that's how it happens. Therefore, know this distinction, be with Brahman, be with the, the thing that with which everyone, every knower is. Let that be the main effort. When you are with it, all is with you. When you are not with it, nothing is with you. There is a saying that if there is a great teacher and he has a, a team of disciples, the disciples matter. But if the teacher is not, the disciples do not matter. If there are, say, twelve disciples and there is a teacher, it's a great value. A universal teacher would have twelve disciples, like Jesus Christ had twelve disciples, Dvadas Adityas and one Savitru. That's how it is seen. It is called conclave. Conclave. This conclave is very important, about which I have written in the book on moon. Thirteen is the number. Teacher is one, disciples are twelve. Together they carry out a global work. If the master is not there, the disciples have no value. That's how it is. Imagine that there are twelve zeros and before twelve zeros he set one number. How many crores it has become? Preceding the zeros, if you set a number, there is a value to that number. Zero by itself is zero. If you set one before one zero, it is ten. If you set one before before seven zeros, it is a crore. Imagine when you set twelve zeros and there is a number preceding. That's how the system is working. There is a central sun and there are Dvadas Adityas that are functioning as twelve solar systems around us and we are a petty earth on which we are still petty beings, but we are equally son of God. So why I say this is, master energy relate to it, because that is the formless state of the master. Then the master in forms. So these forms transmit the same energy. When we say master, namaskaram. Master CBV was originally transmitting only that mantra, master namaskaram. At the last year of his being in the body, he was instructed by the energy also say Master CVV Namaskar. That's how CVV came to me. So Master Amman, when he did the work, he said Master Namaskaram, Master CVV Namaskaram. 
then when it came to masrike it became he also joined masreman it's a matter of gratitude and respect krutagnata their gratefulness so that is how this tradition has come but in the tradition do not forget the the origin that is the master energy so relate to master energy it works with you in multiple ways which you do not know the beauty of the energy is it works with you in multiple ways and it transforms your personality faster when you look back after 5 6 years you would yourself see a great difference in your personality compared to your past you would be doing turning out much more work you are with more qualitative work and your speeches are more qualitative like that in every dimension you find agreeability with you and you tend to be more and more agreeable to the surroundings it works like that because the master believes in all round development all round development that means you shall have to develop in every aspect of human life you shall have to develop in your profession or vocation you shall have to develop in your domestic field with family and children you shall have to develop in social circles through service activity and you shall have to develop in the spirit to reach the brahman in all these four dimensions the master makes sure that you reach him when you regularly work with him therefore keep working with since you are associated with the energy since you have liked it and you are enthusiastically conducting things make sure that you add quality if there is already quality more quality in your domestic activity more qualitative social activity more qualitative professional activity and more qualitative spiritual activity in all dimensions in four dimensions when the personality grows the growth is healthy round that's why he says all round development all round development meaning you your activity is agreeable and acceptable to all and there are no angles that cause hurt to others a round figure does not hurt a figure with angles hurts because ahimsa is a fundamental thing so you are rounded up so he says i'll round you up and i give you this kind of round up with respect to every activity relating to you. so it is a profound work that the master does with us and we can see the needed changes in us when we work out with this energy with much patience so therefore kindly keep working with patience and keep continuity in the process without continuity the progress would not be as uh, as promised by the master so there has to be in all four field a continuous input of quality 
keep adding spiritual value to every dimension of life and then round up your personality invoking the master every morning and every evening no concessions are given in that aspect even in the evening you have to find time to do it that's his condition and then kindly study scriptures as they come up to you the master himself arranges certain books of the teachers certain scriptures they come up to you note that they have come to you at the behest of the master and try to learn whatever he said in that book there has to be regularly a regular study of one page a day minimum one page a day and then your life should include daily service there should be something done on a daily basis how much you have served is not important with what intent you have served you can give water to the plant you can give a banana to an animal or a biscuit to a dog some service in demonstration anything that is in demonstration has better manifestation in you anything that is only spoken remains in the vocal level or mental level it doesn't give you the tangible experience of that worship so this is a whole triangle given by bhagavad gita regularly relate to the divine and then add spiritual value to every activity that you do and then involve in a little service on a daily basis that's why in every house everyone gives a glass of water to tulasi nowadays even tulasi is not grown at home and many people are not aware the of importance of that tulasi plant or give water to a tree or a flower pot keep doing something it can be a regular service activity however simple and however small it is i know persons around me who regularly feed the birds and persons around me who regularly feed the dogs and he has great experience with the dogs very great experiences therefore take to these three dimensions and keep moving you will do well and be sure that the master remains with you even if you are sometimes complacent this is a great gift this is a great gift the master is thousand times alert than us and then ensures that he is around us even we are not even we are not so much around the master that's the beauty it's a promise given by the master that if you invoke me for sometimes regularly thereafter i do not leave you even if you leave me out of complacence i'll make sure that you get back and you continue the practice such is the love and affection he said i am like a devil once i <clears throat> enter into you you cannot reel out of me until you become brahman if not this life another life or another life i will not leave you most of us who have who are with master cvb today most of us were with him before that you should know and again we have come back through varieties of ways to join him and continue and also in the future 
all those who would be born in our houses, in our friends' houses, whoever comes into touch with the yoga of Master Sivivi, they would have had the touch of the Master even before. The Master follows his, his, his students for twelve lives. For twelve incarnations he follows. And he makes sure that you are on the highway to reach Brahman. So may that be so with all of you. Rejoice the Guru Pujas. And I feel today very privileged that I address you directly and concurrently address all others who have related to this program. I thank you all personally and I thank you all individually and I remain in gratefulness ever to the Master. Namaskar.